Hi, I'm Roy Don Chong, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here in your ear, tempting fate wherever you are. Questions put to songs randomly. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today, here on December 14th, 2017, we are joined by a great singer-songwriter named Eleni Mandel. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Eleni. Hi, Andras. Thank you for having me. And you have a list of eight songs on your on your uh, well, list of eight songs here. You have, and uh, would you mind just playing any old chords, and I'll just read your songs over them? Oh, sure. Yeah. <sighs> Song number one, artificial fire. Song number two, someone to love like you. Song number three, home. Song number four, good to you. Song number five, man on fire. Song number six, I love planet earth. Song number seven, like dreamers do. And song number eight, salt truck. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. We will be choosing those by either spinning the wheel of eight, picking a Radio 8 card, or flipping the Radio 8 coin. We're going to start with my question. We're going to end with Eleni's question. She's provided it here. It's here in a, in a sealed envelope in front of me, and we'll open it at the end, and that'll be the question that goes with the last song on the board. And it always starts with my question, and some days that's easier than others. We just, uh, I, I record these all in one week, and then we release them uh, one question a day, every day. And as you know, you just, you, you did one with Anara George, Laney, mm-hmm. who's in the band Living Sisters with you, that mm-hmm. I didn't get to see last night <laughs> at Cantor's because I was here recording with Bloody Death Skull. Do you know Bloody Death Skull? I believe I do. Yeah. Diana Foyer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did a video for the Living Sisters. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's a Small funny synchronicity. Um, so, yeah, so I asked a question. So and we've usually split these up, but I've done these one, you know, three days in a row now. And trying to come up with a question, you know, uh, my burning questions are sort of burnt off. So I'm left to, to think about what's, what's here in the moment with you. And uh, I'll, you know, I'll... I'll tell people who are listeners I've known you I, I, I don't know if I've known you you've been in my orbit. in my orbit since the late 80s when mm, 90s 
Was it really? When did? When was Highly, Highland Grounds? Was 1990? I, I started. I didn't graduate college till a little bit later, so I was not in town until. When were you at Highland Grounds? I started working there in 1994, 94 to 98. That's not possible. That can't be possible. But it's a fact. How did I remember you? Because you, I feel like, didn't you? Because I didn't play there after 1994. I remember we used to play there in like the early well, I 90s. Might have, I might have started playing there in 90, like doing open mic there around 92, but I started working there as a waitress in 94. Huh. But that's not the way it is. That is so strange. I'm, I'm I've, trying this, to avoid saying this is this is going to be this is going to be very this is going to be very strange. I mean, maybe that's this will lead me to a question because I'm having a total me, uh, moment of questioning my understanding of reality because <laughs> I have the strongest memory of playing shows at Highland Grounds, definitely 1990, 91, and. There's someone who was behind the someone who's a barista who was serving coffee behind the bar at Highland Grounds, who for all of this time I have thought was you, and I am so confused by that. But I'll you know I'll accept I'm gonna accept your uh, I'm not gonna try and mansplain your timeline to you. you. Well, (laughs) but I I I will tell you my college. I will tell you that. This completely not, and it, maybe this is something that, that people who are listening can relate to, that you could go through your whole life having a whole story built up about a person based upon a memory that doesn't relate, that doesn't have anything to do with that person at all. Memories are very unreliable. That is, you know, and I'm, okay. Okay, well, if that's the case... Which I believe it is. Who are you? My, is that the question? No, my question is, what, what else am I not remembering correctly that w- would really make a difference? Because that, that is my question. Because there are so many things that I'm so sure of in this life. There are, there are, but you know, there are things. You're not, you know, just like, oh, the way it is with that person is the way it is because of this thing. And if I can be this wrong about something. Rod, did you read what I wrote about, uh, wrote with the, the, in the Radio 8 blog post about, uh, for your, your thing with Inara? I did not. Oh, it's funny, because I would basically oh, say, because no. you used to intimidate, that person used to intimidate the hell out of me. Well, you might. And she reminds me, like, whoever it was, she totally reminds me of the, the character that you have portrayed on your records up to, well, up till yeah, now. Yeah, but how about this? What if you're remembering me, but you're not remembering the year correctly? It's more I don't think likely... I would have played there in 90, in 94. I had already left town. That's but why. I, I started yeah. hanging out there in 92, end of 91, 92. Okay, well, then maybe that's what it was. But I didn't work there behind the bar until just, 94. Maybe you just seemed like you worked there because you seemed so <laughs> you seemed so confident. Well, I worked the door for Chucky Weiss back then. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to go back. So you were around there at Highland Grounds in 91, 92. Um, this is a crazy... I hope this is an interesting well, podcast I, for I people. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have been working for Chuck until 92 for sure because I didn't live in town until 92. I lived in, in Berkeley. No. Listening to... listening to, to uh, I don't want to call us old people, but... To, <laughs> <laughs> to not quite old people not remembering dates from the 90s. Uh, well, gosh darn it, Elena, you've thrown me for a loop here. Because my, you know, because my, I, 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 uh, 
this show, doing this show in general, is there's a whole time travel side, side mm. to it because we're recording this before and yeah. it comes out later. So you can like totally redo this oh. conversation. No, no. Well, no, we got to <laughs> we got to go with what it is. But the the uh, the thing that I was coming in here with was my last th- question and my last show was very much about some things going on in the present and the one before it was things going on in the past and now I am trying to cast this show into the future because I'm going to have to be editing it and listening to all of this and I want it to what I found is that when I'm completely floundering and have no idea what I'm doing and I'm just shooting myself in the foot is when I'm most likely to be tapping into something that's actually going to be useful in the future as opposed to coming in with what I have in mind but I do. I actually do think that uh, that we got onto something, which is is the the uh, faulty nature of memory. And I'll just say of my own memory, because still, whether or not that's you know the the, the timelines line up for how how you and I remember these things, it has struck me in this conversation that there's a likelihood that there are other things in my life that I'm remembering incorrectly. So I'm going to stick with that question, All which right. is. What is it that I am not remembering correctly that would make a difference uh, if, I, if I was able to correct that? Mm-hmm. And now, to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 wheel of eight. And it's song number two, Someone to Love Like You. Some people do Some people 
people never do. Some people can't. Some people never stop trying. Looking back, I wish I could tell myself. It's better to be. Don't bother knocking; the door is locked. But I found a skeleton key, hoping that someone would notice you standing around. Finally, look and see. Now we're free. Someone to love. Someone to love, like you. The answer to my question: What if I'm, if my memory is faulty? What are the things that I am not remembering correctly that would help me, if I was to remember them correctly? I have some ideas, but、uh, tell us a little bit about the background of that song, Elaine. Well, I was chuckling to myself, and I thought, <laughs> did he cheat? Because I'm describing myself in 1990. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. This sounds a、That's、lot like so, that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's well. Okay, so let me just—I realize. Let me just, regardless of whether or not it's true, let me tell you my story. Well, can I、uh, say one more thing? Okay, yeah. To, at the time that I was a waitress there, I was known as the surly, dark-haired waitress. Yes, <laughs> yes, you were the most. Look, so what I remember. I was a little cranky. You, I don't know, cranky. I don't. You know, it's well. It's, I was cranky because I was sad. I'm sure. I'm yeah. I'm sure. And I have to say that my memory is colored by getting to know you as an artist, both both ways from afar. Like I've I knew you, whoever, whenever it was. And again, this is just my story of it because this read like my story. <laughs> like you were describing. I was wait a second. That's exactly who I remember. When I was young and full of doubt, I would dream. Lips much too red and hair too dark. That was me, hoping that some—I don't know about hoping that someone would notice me standing around. But I. Well, that's how I felt. I guess that that's what I've thought about is that like, I've had to. So I got to know. I knew you as this surly waitress or whatever it was. Someone, and this is what for me that was the point where I was at my most. I mean, I was still young and insecure in lots of ways, but I was at my most powerful or successful in certain ways. I had a, a band that was playing in this cool place, and we were getting lots of attention. I was acting in movies. I felt I was at the point when I should feel the most confident, and I remember being just intimidated as hell by this person behind <laughs> the bar, thinking she was so much cooler than me, and thinking that she always like I always felt like she was looking at me like,、mm, yeah. 
Like, not even, like, I don't know if it's unimpressed or, like, prove it to me or, like, I just don't, like, I don't even care. Like, whatever it was, there was this toughness that made me, it reminds me of, like, the George Costanza in Seinfeld where, like, if there's a woman that doesn't like him, he feels like, what can I do to make this person soften their face towards me in mm-hmm. some way? And then I followed your music and there's a quality, it feels like you played with that persona in your at least in your public persona on your album covers, mm-hmm. but then in the music and getting to know you as an artist, being invited into your world, you get the second half of this lyric as the mm-hmm. part, the more of the insecure, the, the human, the artist. And for me, that's been a huge part of following your career or following just you in my life to this moment here on this show is this mix of this person who was the surly waitress who just intimidated the hell out of me to being this artist who is feels very feels not different from that person but like a below the tip of the iceberg view of that person mm-hmm. and then getting to know you here like in the last in preparing for the show and just getting to know you as as an actual human being who is just like a normal person who's mm-hmm. not the surly waitress behind the bar well i probably have some of her still I'm, le- I'm less surly. Yeah. I well, think. I feel less surly. You're certainly more in- inviting now. And I'm sure, <laughs> like, than you were then, and vice versa. I mean, I'm sure I'm not. Yeah. Well, I was I my mean, own particular nightmare of insecurity and, pro- and puffing myself up. Well, I mean, besides, you know, feeling like I wanted to be in love, I wanted someone to love me, and I, I, that was elusive. I also wanted to have a music career, and that was elusive. And there's nothing that makes you feel surlier than, you know, someone saying, can I have another? I want my toast, but don't – I don't want my toast toasted. You know, I don't want there to be any – God, there were so many stories of the things people would say to me when I was in Waitress. Or you're carrying, like, five extremely hot plates on your arms. You're practically – you know, they're, they're burning, and you're rushing to get them off – and somebody goes, excuse me, can I have another <laughs> glass of water? You know, it's... I mean, there's so many things that just make you go, Ugh! because, um, you know, because I wanted to just be making money playing music. I didn't want to have to do that. But on the other hand, I, I also kind of loved that job. And I, I always say waitressing is one of the best ways to learn how to be in the world. I was much more shy before I worked there. Mm-hmm. Even though I was really insecure at that time, it also gave me confidence. And someone like I could walk up to a table and talk to people. That seemed unheard of. And I always found I working in restaurants pretty romantic, just like carrying a coffee pot. I felt like I was in an old movie. You were like, you were like, <laughs> I'm telling you, in my, you were in my movie. And, funny. and that, it's amazing the effect, the impact that we can have. And as you're telling me the story and there's a part of me thinks, well, maybe I played a couple of gigs there in 93 or 94. Maybe that's what See? I'm remembering. <laughs> but then I do remember you from earlier. I yeah. even feel like we might like you might have even been someone that we talked about in the band. Like, oh, she's, she, she doesn't she's like us. She's a mean one. She doesn't like <laughs> Um But I am still friends with customers from then. And I'm still friends with Rich Brenner. Yeah. Rich and Leslie, the owners. Should have had them. And, be a crazy... and he would tell you. What a crank I was. <laughs> oh, I well. <laughs> and we're still friends. I don't want to make up another memory that I got wrong, but I I have a feeling Rich might have, that 
things didn't end so well between me and... Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he's but, cranky, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to play too loud for that room. No, oh, yeah. That He didn't like that. But we had some epic nights there. I bet. Yeah. Mr. Jones and the previous. Oh, Spooky yeah. Spice of Life. Remember Spooky's Spice of Life when that Steve? Steve Isaacs? I do. I remember went on Steve. to be a, a MTV yeah. VJ. Then, but where is he today? He's working for some tech company. Look Smart. At, look at him. Handsome. Got out of the game. Guy with a kid has, and a wife a house. and a house and money yeah. and yeah, no, he's he's doing good. <laughs> at least on social media, everyone looks like they're doing good. Um, and that's how everyone on this show is going to look when we post their stuff. And. <laughs> That's the first one in the can. All right. That was a little bit hairy at the beginning, but we brought that in and we landed right. that one safely. Right. Let's bring in Dino Stamatopoulos, the birthday boy. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Show.